Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 215. And it is titled The Art of Pushy Worshipping. Okay, so... Pussy. Yeah, that's pretty much what Pussy. I Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> if you listened to last week's show, we did The Art of Cock Worshipping. So to be fair and inclusive, we thought we would do the other side as well. So today we're going to talk about uh, Pussy Worshipping, obviously... We're going to basically flip it around and do the exact opposite of what we did last time. So if you're a woman and you're like, yeah, I wish he would worship my pussy, we're going to tell you why he's not. We're going to tell you what you can do about it. For the men, then we're going to give you tips and techniques on how to actually do it. So yeah, it's going to be a packed show as usual. You know, it was interesting as we were putting this show together in terms of what words do we use? Do we use pussy? Do we use vagina? Vulva? Yoni. I mean, there are so many names and um, we just went with the easy one so that it's straightforward. Well, you know, we didn't go with it because it's easy. We don't just take the easy path because it's easy. But the reality is, is a lot of people don't even know what Yoni means, don't even know what vulva means. So <laughs> they think it's a good car. And vagina is actually not the correct term. So it comes down to what term could we use that everybody would understand what we're talking about? Well, you know what? Turns out it's pussy. Yes. And we've said it probably another like dozen times. So at this point, we are in the explicit category. We have been demonetized on YouTube. It has happened. <laughs> and we haven't even started yet. Yay for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! So before we get started into this juicy content, pun intended, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. So make sure you check it out. All right. So I guess the best place to start is what is pussy worshiping? Yeah, because if you type this on a search engine, you pretty much only get triple X stuff. (laughs) I just have to give you a warning. This is why I was like, is that how we're going to call it? Because that's all you see. You type the word pussy and yeah, all you're going to get is porn. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. But. Well, the act of pussy worship is basically to get him or her, like whoever is going to be worshipping the pussy, really, in a different light. And the idea there is that normally, let's say in a normal heterosexual uh, couple, like the pussy is seen as, well, we do something to it, and the end goal is the penis. Got to put it in. This is about her, her pussy, and nothing else. This is about taking away any expectations And it's also about taking time to awaken everything. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, think about... I mean, there are a few parallels that you could draw, but, like, think about, you know, you want to give to your partner. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, okay, I'll, I'll give her a massage, right? And I'll lay her down and, you know, get out the oil and do the massage thing. It's similar to that in a sense that what you're really doing, we call it worshiping, what you're really doing is just giving for the pure sake and enjoyment of giving to an area of her body that needs uh, pleasure, that craves pleasure, that maybe she hasn't looked so fondly towards throughout much of her life. It's always amazing to me how many women think negatively about their own vaginas, pussies, you know, whatever word you want to use. How many women, you know, in their 40s and 50s don't even, like, they've never even looked at mm-hmm. it, 
right? And so when we say pussy worshiping, you know, what you're doing is you are selflessly giving Mm. attention and care and love and pleasure to a part of her body that really needs it. A part of her body that maybe has been hijacked through childbirth or through abuse or whatever. And there's so, so many women out there who don't really see their pussy for the beautiful thing that it is. And so by taking the time to really worship it, you can really, really help her reconnect with it, maybe in a way that she's never done before. Absolutely. I love that word selflessly. Like it was a really good description there. So let's maybe talk about why he isn't worshiping your pussy. If you are in a relationship and it's not happening, um, there are a few reasons why. Number one, you have hangups and insecurities. It does start with you, you know, like Kevin said. How many women have fears? Fears that they don't look good. Fears that they don't taste good, that they don't smell good, fears that it doesn't look right. Like we have so many insecurities when it comes to our pussies. And I think that with time, we get better. But it's pretty much something that most women go through at some point in their life, where we've been told, like, there's all these stupid jokes about how it smells like fish or whatever else, you know. And it's like, It puts these ideas in our head that somehow it's dirty. And for many, they still hold on to that. So having the thought that it's dirty and you have your own insecurity, you're not open to receiving. So you're not creating a space where you're like, yeah, let's do it. Even if your partner offers it. Yeah. And so how that often shows up is like, you know, he wants to spend some time down there. She's like, eh, oh, okay, I, come up here now. You know, like, mm-hmm. like she's just uncomfortable with the fact that he wants to spend some time down there doing whatever, whether it's oral sex or just hands or just, you know, taking time to even look at it. I've actually had partners in the past where I was like, I want to really like look at it. Like I want to check it out. I want to know the folds. I want to know the terrain. And, and it made them really uncomfortable. And I think that was probably because they'd never actually done it themselves. Yeah. And by the way, just a side note, you know, when you're young, so, you know, you start being sexually active probably at some point when you're a teenager, into your early 20s, maybe even up to 30, anything a partner told you <laughs> about yourself during those years throw it right the fuck out the window because they were an idiot. They were immature. They had no idea what they were talking about. You literally, if you're still holding on to something that some fucking moron told you when you were 20, you need to let go of it now. Okay. Because it has no basis in reality whatsoever. Nice. All right. Number two, you haven't told him about it. So maybe... You guys clueless. Yeah, well, that's a pretty simple one. He doesn't understand that there is such a thing. And it has never occurred to him that he might actually do this. So if he's unaware, what do you think your chances are that he will actually do it? None. But if he listens all the way to the end of the show, he's going to have a lot of new ideas. (laughs) Well, if he listens to this show, like all the other people who are currently listening, he's obviously a genius and isn't going to need (laughs) that help. But... (laughs) Number three, he has no clue about your anatomy. Maybe he is fumbling down there, but ain't doing nothing for you. Yeah, you know, and this is, this is an interesting one. Uh, we'll talk more about it when we get to the uh, what you must do section. <laughs> However, he probably has no clue about your anatomy. Why do I say that? For two reasons. Number one, because it's one of the major things that we teach all the men we work with. And every man that has gone through our section on anatomy has gone, wow, that was so cool. I didn't know all that. Hit little plug for powerandmastery.com. You have a whole module on that. Life-changing. Yeah. But but literally every guy, whether it's me coaching, you coaching, like every guy is like, wow, I really learned something there. Okay. So that's the, the first reason. 
The second reason is because most of the women say the same thing. Wow, I learned a lot. I didn't even know that. Like a lot of women don't even know about their own anatomy. This as a guy has always been mind blowing to me. (laughs) It is because as a guy, we know every centimeter millimeter of our (laughs) penis forwards backwards upside down we've looked at it a million times we know everything about it even if we don't know the actual technical names for stuff we know about it (laughs) but women eh, not so much honestly Mm, for sure that's that's for sure number four why it's not happening you might have a hard time receiving this is a really tricky one And I think we can talk about it maybe even later a little bit more. But what I want to mention is it's normal that it's going to take you time. Please drop the idea that if he does any touching of any kind down between your legs, you're going to moan in pleasure in 30 seconds. That is just not how it happens. If you are comparing yourself to what you see in porn movies you are going to fall short. Porn movies are shows. They are there to entertain, not to give you the reality of what's truly happening. That's absolutely true. And what's amazing is because so many people sort of grew up on porn, I don't mean as child, as children, but like as they became sexually mature, Mm -hmm. they started watching porn and they started emulating what they see in porn. And it's really interesting because we were just watching a show recently uh, from uh, uh, another person in our field uh, who has a TV show out. And uh, it's actually really good. We're, We're really enjoying it. But there was a couple in there where the guy started to go down on the woman and she immediately went into like, ah, ah. Super high arousal and, and screaming, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, so what did the, uh, the coach in the show say? She said, she said yeah, I know you're not having an orgasm. You're only five minutes in. <laughs> she's like, there's no way you're coming in five minutes. And she's absolutely right. We, we're watching it saying the same thing. Like, there's no, there's no way. Like... Sorry, that just doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's funny because if you've been to places where you've witnessed other people make love, that's something that I saw right away that some women, literally, somebody would go down on them or finger them, and in two seconds, they were already screaming. And that made me feel very inadequate because I was like, what's wrong with me? How can they do it? I mean, I'm fairly orgasmic, so I'm like, what is happening? performance. See, the thing is, is this is what women think they're supposed to be doing. This is what they think I'm supposed to be here. So they actually end up playing the role rather than letting it happen organically and naturally as it would. So the receiving can come in different ways. You could be stuck in your head, not feeling your body, or you could put so much pressure on the performance and not giving yourself enough time. And then you're like, well... He was there for 10 minutes. That's enough. And so you kind of cut it short. That was me for the longest time. I was like, okay, let's move on to something else. I don't really like it. That ain't you anymore. (laughs) But you're right. It it was you. You would get very uncomfortable if I was down there too Mm -hmm. long. And then you'd get all in your head. And then you'd be like, it's going on too long. And I'm not close enough yet. And the more that you would do that, the further away from your orgasm you would get. Of course. Last but not least... Number five, you don't appreciate when he does any type of worshipping. And and we'll be clear on, we're not just talking going down or fingers, like there's a lot of different options, but you may not give him the feedback he needs to want to do it more. Yeah, so, you know, as men, we generally... Play for points. Well, yeah, play for points. I wouldn't, I wasn't going to state it that way. I was just going to say like, we like doing things that give you pleasure. Yes. We do. And granted, there's always some selfish men out there who is just all about them, of course, right? But the majority of decent human beings who happen to be men, <laughs> we do enjoy doing things for our partner. And and not even just sexual things, but like even things around the house. However, 
we really only enjoy it if we get some positive feedback, right? So if we're constantly doing things for the other person and they never appreciate when we do it, eventually we're just going to go, what the fuck am I wasting Mm -hmm. my time for? Why am I bothering? She doesn't fucking care anyway, right? So appreciation goes a long way. We talk a lot about appreciation. It's essential. I think it's like oxygen in a relationship. Absolutely. So what is it that you must do if you are interested in pussy worshipping? And you're like, okay, I'm not getting it. What are some of the steps? Number one, know thyself. And this is, I put it number one on purpose. As Kevin mentioned earlier, most women have no idea about their anatomy, what makes them tick, what they like, what they don't like. If you don't know what you like, how can you expect somebody else to know? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's that simple. And you need to spend the time to look at it, to touch it, to smell it, to, to taste it, to do everything with it so that you know the ins and outs. Oh, now you're pushing them a little far with the tasting part. <laughs> I think it's but, essential. you got to know. But they at least need to look at it, touch it, know what kind of touch they like, know what areas they like touched, know what type of touch they like on certain areas because yes. it varies from area to area. They have to be really comfortable in, in their body, basically. Mm-hmm. It takes time. But you only become, you don't become comfortable by reading about it. You stick yourself in front of a mirror, spread those legs, use those hands, that dildo, whatever, and look at it. (laughs) That's right. All right. Number two, be an advocate for your pleasure. So again, speaking up for what you want and asking for what you want and and gently guiding them in the right direction. I like the gently guiding them. The don't do that. Mm, I don't like it. Doesn't really work. Sounds of pleasure. Like, mmm. Oh, that's it. Keep going. Oh, I like that. How about a little lighter? Mmm. Can add a more pressure. Oh, that feels so good. You're doing so good. You're so great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff works. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's also speaking up for what you want. Because again, nobody knows yourself as well as you do know yourself. And so you can know, like, if you need 30 seconds of the same. See, one of the problems too sometimes with guys is if we start to get too excited... The man will get too excited and he'll pick up the pace or he'll do something different, which in turns will set us back right back to 10 minutes ago. If she's enjoying it, if she's liking it, do not change. Yeah, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. If it's working, just stick with it. Yes. Just keep doing the same thing. Number three, be groomed and fresh. I don't care what your preference is in terms of full hair, no hair, anything in between. But trimming goes a long way. You know, the fact that he can still breathe through his nose when he's down there helps a lot. And then fresh, all you need is a shower. The idea that you need to douche and use sprays, special soaps, the old marketing they're usually actually detrimental to the good bacterias inside of your vaginal canal, and they can make things worse. Fresh only means showered. All you need is water. If you really want to push it, basic soap on the outside. You don't need anything inside. Yeah, I think this one is less of an issue for women than it is for men, uh, but it can still be an issue. And you brought the butt. Clean the butt too. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Definitely make sure. We talked about that in last week's episode. And it was actually a woman, the example that I gave. So yeah, yeah. Make sure the butt is clean. Everything is. But you know, it just helps you relax if you know that you've had a shower not too long ago. If you like, you just exercise. I mean, and just ask. 
you know, your partner might love how you smell. You know, if you're like, okay, I just worked out and it's like, I don't care. I think you're delicious. You're like, yes. great. Sometimes that's a huge turn on exactly. for some men. Like, yeah, I want that particular mm-hmm. smell. All right. Number four, give yourself permission to take your time. Woo. You know, 45 minutes is okay. <laughs> and probably necessary. Yes. For most women. Yes. Yeah, this is definitely a big one is women have this fear in their mind that they're taking too long. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, you know, when we go into the tips on how to do it, you know, one of the things is from from the guy's point of view, it's like you're not looking at this as, okay, this is a, some foreplay leading to penetration. And the faster I get through this, the quicker I can get to penetration. Mm-hmm. That's not the way that you view this. The way that you view this is... Tonight, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's th- an activity this, in itself. This is the activity. The main meal. However long that takes, right? Oh, magic words to her ears. Take your time. <laughs> oh. Yes. All right. So, yeah, if you can do those things, ladies, you will radically increase the chances of getting some pussy worshiping. Yes. And again, as always, communication goes a long way, you know, so um, talk about it. Yeah. So we, we've covered why maybe he isn't doing it. We've covered what she can do to help uh, inspire more pussy worshiping. Let's turn the tables around. And let's talk about the principles of pussy worshiping. So... What what are the main, just like we did last week, we talked about some sort of guiding principles. Concepts. How, concepts, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, we get into sort of the nitty gritty of really the how-tos. So let's start with number one, full presence. Okay, what was I just saying a moment ago? This is not the prelude to the penetration. And if I can just hurry up and rub this this way and do finger this that way, and then I can get to the penetration, which is what I really want. No, that is not how this works. So full presence, we talk about presence all the time on this show, meaning you are giving 100% of your attention to this act. And really think of it as, you know, something that is using all of your senses. So, you know, really look at it with your eyes. If it smells good, really take in the scent of it. What does it feel like when you touch it? Certain areas, right? Maybe the outer labia versus the inner labia. Like there's a difference in how they feel. And just really allow yourself to be 100% present in the experience of worshiping this pussy. Yeah, absolutely. Number two, it's not all about penetration. And by penetration, I mean sticking anything inside, right? Focus on the outside. This is a lost art. When it comes to vagina, most men just want to stick it in, whatever that is. <laughs> they don't want to stick something in it. Yes. Fingers, tongues, penises, yes. dildos, whatever. They're like, yeah, it's a hole. Stick something in it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, we need to be engorged in order to feel more. So if you penetrate her before her erectile network of tissues is all engorged, it's the equivalent of you having penetration with a semi. Well, it works. It doesn't feel great. Yeah, and, you know, that's, that's one part of it. The other part is, is that, you know, inside the vagina is not the only place that feels good. No, there is so, so much more. So it's not like, well, we're not, we're not, really, uh, we're not really there yet until we're inside. Everything uh-huh. else is just like whatever. No, that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. The outer labia, the inner labia, the perineum, you know, the clitoris, all these external features, you know, the pubic bone, yes. the inside of the thighs leading up, like all of these areas are extremely sensitive and feel good and like to be touched and pleasured. So it is not all about the penetration. If you're thinking she's, she's not really going to like it, it's not really going to do anything for her until I can get that finger in there and start hitting the G spot. No, that's just not true. And also that makes it much easier to give it 45 minutes 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. You, you don't know? have to worry about your fingers being uh, uh, strong enough to go 45 minutes because you can do a lot of other things. I think that that's a good segue to number three from what you were talking. Okay. Thinking bull's eyes. Okay, as a guy, you want to go to your cock, you want to give it some good attention, and then you're like, yeah, let's remember I have a body. Sure. As a woman, it is the opposite. Meaning that her pussy is the ball's eye, but you want to approach it from the external towards the inside. Yeah, that's something we talk about a lot, which is with men, it's fine to just go straight to their cock and, you know, great. But for women, you always want to start basically as far away from the pussy as you can possibly get and, and work your breasts. way inward. Yeah. And, you know, like little secret too is the way to her pussy is through her breasts. So make sure you give her breasts some loving attention. Yeah, but don't go straight to those either. Start somewhere mm -hmm. else. Start on the shoulders, the arms, the legs, the feet, mm -hmm. something like that. Work your way into the breasts and then from there to the pussy. Trust me, it is worth your time. She will respond far better to that than if you just try to go straight for it. You really want to bring her to a place where she's like begging for you. If she's not, you went too fast. Probably. You know, and it's going to vary from situation to situation. There might be times where you're like, okay, they said I got to start all the way out here. And you're like rubbing a foot and finally she's just like, fuck me. Like, you know, stick it in. You know, th that can happen. There's nothing wrong with that. But in general, she's going to need a little bit more than you'd say you would as a guy, you know? I mean, like as a guy, she's, you know, rubbing your shoulders or touching your leg and I think about this. Oh, she's getting closer. Oh, when is she going to touch my dick, right? <laughs> but women, they're not thinking that. Trust me, they are not thinking that. If you've done a good job and started far enough out and you've built up that anticipation, then she's thinking about, okay, I hope he gets there. I hope he gets there. I hope he gets there. But it's going to take more time. Well, and first, it's going to take her to get out of her head, get the stress and all of her thing, like the diffuse awareness of thinking about a million things at once to settle. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a whole nother point. <laughs> Number four, it's all about rhythm, not so much about technique when you are worshipping the pussy. While technique is important, rhythm matters most. Why do you think women love vibrator? Yeah, there, there ain't no technique with a vibrator. <laughs> just rhythm. There's no special stroke, special move. It's just rhythm. And it's consistent. And it's very consistent. It goes consistent. the distance. <laughs> Never tires. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why this is important and, and, you know, why it's on the list is because a lot of times guys want to know, give me the move, right? It's the move. I know I'm dating myself, but if you remember back to Seinfeld, you know, the move. Hey, that's my move, right? Everybody wants to know what the move is, you know? It's not really so much about moves. It just isn't. I mean, yeah, there's, there's some basic things. And we've talked about this. We did a show on the clitoris, and I'm sure we talked about some... We did shows on oral sex. I mean, yeah. we've, we've covered lots of things. So it, it doesn't mean that you don't need to know anything. <laughs> there are some strokes that feel better than others, and there mm -hmm. are some general techniques. But the idea here is it's not all about technique. It's not just about if you touch this spot and rub in this certain way, guaranteed every time. It just doesn't work like that. So focus a little bit more on, yeah... Pick a good technique and then focus on the rhythm of that technique. And stay with it. Now, number five, make it about her. This is huge. I think we need to spend a little bit of time on that one. Well, this is all about her. In fact, if it's about you in any way, shape or form, you ain't doing the worshiping correctly. But I just want to make her happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, okay. We're using the term worship, and honestly, we're using it a little loosely, right? We don't mean to worship it as if it's a deity, necessarily. Or like in a dom-sub relationship. Right. But think of it this way. Just, just, I'm just going to try this analogy. It might totally fall flat on its face. I'm not sure, but... <laughs> 
Think about anything else that you would worship. Let's say you're a religious person and you are worshiping whatever God it is that you worship. Is that about you in that moment? Or mm-hmm. is it about that particular God, right? So that, that's the analogy is, is that this is not about you, right? And that's the way you have to approach it. So you really want to make it about her because if it ain't about you, then it's got to be about her. Well, and, and making it about her is a fine line because a lot of men think they are givers. <laughs> but really, oh, they yeah. are takers. Yeah, we see this a lot. And it's like, well, no, I'm doing it for her pleasure. No, you're actually doing it because you are receiving pleasure from the giving part. And so what do we mean when we say we, you take her? Well, you expect her to moan a certain way, to respond, to have an orgasm, to tell you you're amazing. There's an expectation beyond, beyond like behind what you're doing, basically. Yeah, and it's a fine line, this one. It's a really fine line because we're not saying that you aren't supposed to enjoy this. You are supposed to enjoy it. Yeah, otherwise don't do it. Right? Yeah, if it's, if it's miserable for you, then this ain't the right thing for you. But no. you are supposed to enjoy it. But, but here's... Here's where it gets sort of tricky, which is that, yes, you have an expectation, okay, but the other thing is, when he constantly wants to give to her, even when she's not necessarily wanting to receive it, oh, no, come on, you love this, oh, come on, just let me do this Mm -hmm. for you, right? That shows that it's no longer about her and that it's about you because you are receiving something from this that you want and you're just using her to get it as opposed to you're giving to her first and foremost and oh, by the way, you're also getting some pleasure from it. I know it's a fine line. Some people listening are probably going, I'm not really sure I understand the difference, but trust us. There is a huge difference, and I know that there are ladies listening right now who are like, going, uh-huh, oh, yeah, I know. She exa- knows. She knows. She absolutely knows the difference. When it's about her or about you. Mm-hmm. So when in doubt, ask her. Hopefully she's honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when in doubt, work with one of us as a coach, because <laughs> there are a few women that could honestly say that without causing some damage. <laughs> All right, number six, give it enough time. We've talked about this earlier, so I don't think we need to do too much. But understand that if you are starting this activity, you can't just breeze through it. No, no, no. This is all about time. Time doesn't exist. In fact, I highly suggest that any timekeeping devices are gone from the room. Uh, You should not be paying attention to how long it's been. You shouldn't care how long it's been. You want to get lost in the portal that is the pussy. Mm. It's a time warp. You have no idea how long it's been. You're not even sure that you're in the same reality anymore. That's how it should be. I like how you think, Kevin. All right, number seven, pay attention to her body's response. I mean, this goes for anything, anytime you're doing anything sexual whatsoever. But yeah, You've got to pay attention to how she is responding to what you're doing. Remember, this is supposed to be worship. This is all about her. Mm -hmm. And it's not about, well, I like this technique. This is cool. This is fun. And she's over there going, oh, ah, oh, that's burning. Like, please stop, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Now stop assuming that she has to orgasm from anything you're doing. Take the pressure away. Stop pressuring her. Yeah, I mean, as a guy, you should stop assuming you got to orgasm. <laughs> but, it works both ways. But, but especially with women. Women's orgasms are a strange and interesting thing. Much like women, they're unpredictable. <laughs> sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they show up in multiples, sometimes in singulars, sometimes not at all, sometimes in the beginning, sometimes way at the end, sometimes when you think it ain't going to happen, it happens. Like, it's just, you just got to let go of all of that. And it happens however and whenever or if it even happens. And then you got to give without expecting anything in return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like we said earlier. You, you know, this is the thing that you're doing. 
Yes. Th- there is no other like, okay, once this is done, then we're going to go. Could something else happen after this? Yes. But do not expect that it's going to. As a matter of fact, I always say it's better to kind of close the scene, take a little break, and then see if you still want to do more. Like you really want to make it yeah, a thing of its own. It should be a thing of its own. Yes. It, it should be. But, you know, I mean, we're, we're not going to fault you if she's like, wow, that was so amazing. I must have you now. I mean, just just roll with it. <laughs> Stick it in. <laughs> All right. There are two more principles here. Number 10, love what you're doing. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. As we said earlier, if you're not enjoying it, how can she... Yeah, and you know, I'm going to use another analogy because I like analogies and they generally help people. Um, I'm going to use a music analogy on this one. So there's a difference in how you feel music that somebody else is playing based on how they're playing it. So what do I mean by that? Okay, there are a ton of amazing musicians out there who are technically extremely proficient and they can do things on the guitar that most people will never be able to do. Like, we call it like, you know, guitar gymnastics, you know, because it's like, how in the world did they even get their fingers to do that, right? And it's technically amazing, but it doesn't move you. Then you can have somebody come over and play the most basic pentatonic blues scale, like the first thing that you learn when you learn to play the guitar, and it can make you want to cry, because it moves you, because it's the emotion behind the playing. It's what did I put into that note versus how many notes did I play and did I play them perfectly evenly and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, right? So it's the same thing here. If you're just going through the motions, no matter how technically proficient you are, it's just not going to be that good for her. And you could be maybe not that great at it and maybe not even know that much technique. But if you're pouring your heart and soul into it and thinking of it as I am literally worshiping this amazing, beautiful woman in front of me, it's going to feel so, so much more to her. So true. (laughs) Number 11, last but not least, it could have been one of the first ones. You must create a scene. Yeah, it probably should have been one of the first ones. But since you started the list, I just kind of added on to <laughs> the end of the list. But okay, what do we mean by create a scene? I don't think we really talked about this when we did the cock worship one. Because honestly, guys don't care so much for the most part. Like you could be like sitting in the car, you know, or he could be driving and, and, and he's like, yeah, worship my cock, honey. You know, like, and he'd yeah. be fine with that. Women are different. I don't care how much society tries to tell you there's no difference between men and <laughs> women. They are different, right? Truth bomb, they are different. They like and want different things. And really to make this truly special for her, you've got to create a scene. What would a woman want? She wants the lights down low. Maybe she wants some beautiful, soft music going in the background. She wants the temperature right. She wants whatever space she's in to feel like a a warm cocoon of softness. And she wants textures. She wants it to smell good in the room. So think senses. Yeah. Anything like that. And also think safety where she can totally relax and let go there's not a pile of laundry that's bringing her back to reality there's not a door open that's threatening her it just is a safe beautiful inviting place yes 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 remember this is worship in any other place where you worship anything that's always a place of beauty it's always ornate it's always just they've gone the extra mile to make it beautiful. Hopefully that's your bedroom. <laughs> it should be. Mm-hmm. It should be. So yeah, make sure that you do that, that you create a scene. Okay. Whew. We covered a lot of ground already. We still have the tips on technique, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor, which this week again is me. <laughs> Last week it was you. <laughs> this week it's me. 
All right, guys, do you know what makes a man great? You know the kind of masculine man that women are irresistibly attracted to and want. Is it money, job title, his body? Is it because he's great in bed, has a big penis, has great pickup lines, or anything else like that? Hmm, is it? Is it really? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And besides, what if you don't have all of those? Or what if you only have some of those? What if you've had a string of failed relationships, are embarrassed by your bedroom skills, doubt whether you can rise to the occasion, worry about lasting long enough, or are always stuck in the friend zone? I am here to help you. These are the types of things, and of course many more, that I help men with through my coaching program. So if, it's, if you're ready to finally make the changes, to finally fix the problems, to finally become the man that you've always wanted to be and you know that you can be, then make sure that you go to selenremy.com forward slash go forward slash warrior. Yes, selenremy.com forward slash go forward slash warrior. I said this last week, I'll say it again. If you're not interested in being a warrior, that is okay. We have to call our programs something. But what it is going to do is teach you how to show up as a man for her in all the ways that she wants you to show up and in all the ways that are healthy for you to show up. So good. So we're going to glaze through the technique. People are like, what? No. I think just like last week, the principles are more important than the technique. And I want you to remember that you can use your hands, you can use your tongue, and you can use your eyes. Kevin brought a really beautiful point where it's just about staring into the universe. (laughs) Staring into that place. That in itself, if you do it with love and adoration and reverence, can be healing. Yeah, there's actually a tantric practice called yoni gazing. Mm -hmm. Yoni, of course, being the word for vulva, vagina, pussy, whatever, where you as a man just sit there and stare at it. And I know men who've done this practice. And, you know, we're not talking five minutes. Like, it's like a half hour, Mm -hmm. hour and, and some men literally just, after a while, they just break down in tears. It can be that powerful. She can break down in tears. I mean, nobody probably ever spent that much time. Yeah. You know, you can worship her too with your words. You can let her know about what you see, the folds, the crevices, what you like, especially if she has insecurities. She's going to really like that. Bonus points if you can point out how it resembles a beautiful flower or a butterfly or something like that. Yes. They they often do. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So (laughs) let's dive into the tips on technique here. Remember, start from the outside towards in. Now, let's pretend. We've done that. We've done that. Mm -hmm. We are in. Mean meaning in the zone, (laughs) not inside. (laughs) Right. Okay, number one, don't just get close and stick your tongue out. Okay, so what we're talking about here is if you're using your mouth, the difference between porn oral and real oral. We had, um, what was his name, the porn star that we had on the show? Yeah, I can't remember. Darn, why can't I remember his name? Oh, he had such a good name. He had one of those funny... Porn names too. Everhard, Eric Everhard. Eric Everhard. Yes. Thank you for remembering that. Eric Everhard. And we actually talked about this. It was a great interview. You should go look for that episode if you haven't listened to it. It's a while back now. But, you know, he was basically saying uh, the difference. He's like, you know, in porn, you have to be able to see what's happening. In order for the camera to get there, get in there and see, you've got to create space, right? And this is why they always do the tongue sticking out oral thing. Because otherwise, all you see is a face buried in a vagina and you have no idea what's happening, right? But that's what feels good. But that's what actually feels good for a woman. So don't do the porn oral thing. Really get down in there. It's easier for your tongue anyway. Absolutely. Remember that the clit is pretty much key to everything. You have to find it. 
You have to stimulate it. You have to give it enough time. Now, there are other areas that can feel good. Kevin mentioned things earlier like the labias, the perineum, the fourchette, which is kind of at the bottom, uh, like at the beginning of the entrances, the entrance. There's the urethra, just below the clit. I mean, every woman has different zones and you got to find them. Once again, powermastery.com for your full in-depth course on female anatomy. If you don't know what some of those words are that she just used, that's where you'll learn what they are. Clitoral hood, clitoral legs, just throwing a few up there. We actually did do an episode on the clitoris here on this show. Go back. I was looking for earlier. The truth about the clitoris. Yeah, I think think it's like episode 140 something, 142 ish, 144, somewhere around there, uh, which will, um, we actually held up little models here on the show if you watch the video on YouTube. um, And you can learn all about what the clitoris actually is, not what you think it is. Yeah, but the thing is, without clit stimulation, your chances for her to orgasms are pretty. No. Yeah, I mean, mo- most women need some clit stimulation. Yes. For sure. No, not all, but most do. And At even, least to get things started. Yeah, and even, again, the goal isn't to make her orgasm. She's just going to enjoy it anyway. Well, it it's kind of the good. sensitive spot. Yeah. So you want to include it. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to always just be there. Like, imagine if you're on the clit and then you go back to another area and back to the clit. This is kind of like a technique to help to resensitize different areas. That's I right. I teach that to my clients. We can teach you that more in depth, but think about it. Use that clit. All right, number four. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Women prefer rhythmic motions to constantly changing. Yeah, the alphabet ain't cool. Stick with one. Rhythm is key. And pressure. It's always better to start lighter and slower because you can increase. If you start too fast too soon, there's no room for growth. You hit a wall. And then you'll need more and more, which might not even be physically possible. Yeah. And, you know, we say don't keep changing. But the reality is, is you need to be watching her reactions. Yeah. And you try something. And if there's really not much reaction there, try something else. When you hit on one that you can tell for sure that she's enjoying, then stick with it and then keep the repetition. And you know, there's signs, okay? She can fake an orgasm, but her body can't fake it. Her clitoris will literally get engorged and swell up when she's turned on. You might see it pulse. You might even see like the labias will change color and be like more engorged too. So you want to look for all of that. Yeah, so that's number five, which is paying attention to how Mm -hmm. she reacts to what you're doing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Number six, if you find a move that's working, stick with it. And this may vary from session to session, possibly moment to moment. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) we say this may vary. I'm going to cross out may and write this will vary. Yes. It will vary. So women... 100% 100% it will vary. You know, she might be ovulating <laughs> and very horny. And then she's done and she wants something different. And what she wanted yesterday won't work today. I mean. Yeah. And even as it says moment to moment, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll find something she's really liking. And you'll keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And she'll be building, 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 building. And then all of a sudden it's just not doing it for her anymore. Yeah. Okay. Try something else. So we're going to give you a few little ideas about the clit. Um, and then maybe a few moves with the hands and nothing that will kind of like wrap it all up very nicely. Circle the clit. Flick the clit. Lightly. 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 None, none of this. Bing. Yeah. Right. No. Like, Thank you, no, Kevin. No, no, no. Very just gently. Lightly suck the clit. I love clit sucking. It's really nice. It's not a move that many know. And they've created new toys now that will do that. So it's becoming more popular. I've been doing this for decades. You were ahead of the curve, Kevin. And they're finally now just making toys to simulate that. I know. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have some on our website. 
If you go to our uh, products. products page on selenereming.com and look for Current Body, there is a company called Current Body that is making really high-end vibrators, and they have those suction-type mm -hmm. devices there. Yeah, so check them out if you need something there. You know, you could use different things when you're on the clits. You can use sensations like feathers or things that are hot and cold, but you can combine it with a finger inside. You can use your voice to create vibration. You can also use your tongue and see like pointed versus flat. How does it feel? You got to be creative. And one thing that I really love and I wanted to mention is using the thumbs to massage around the sit bones, the perineum, stroking the thighs, like using your hands all over her really works. Powermastery.com, a full demonstration of how to do an external pussy massage. We also have internal. Yeah, that's true. We have both. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, come on, we've got to give it all. <laughs> that's right. So these are kind of ideas. Remember, use your eyes, your hands, your tongue, a combo of everything. Don't forget to ask her what she likes and what she wants, and then be creative. Mm -hmm. Have fun with it. You're supposed to be enjoying this as well. And if you use anything internal, please use lube. <laughs> lube. Please, please, please. All right. If you've been doing it for 40 minutes and then you go inside, she's probably already pretty lubed up. But if you're going in early, for sure, use some lube. Yeah, but you know what? Don't make the assumption... And especially if it's an older woman, things are different. Well, that's true. And that's it's a just good point. nice to just have, you can never have too much lube anyway. <laughs> you just can't. No such thing as too much lube, except when you make a mess all over the sheets. <laughs> just be prepared. Remember about kidding. creating the scene. Well, have it, the towels, have the lube. And, and a mess shouldn't be a problem because you should be on a sex blanket. Which we have on our store too. Yes, we do. We have several on our store. We Plenty have, to uh, satisfy you. Mm, we have... Um, the Venus mats. Venus mats. And then one of the other companies... Like the Love Blankets, I think it's called, with... Um, mm, they, do, uh, they do the Crystal Wands, too. Yeah, yeah Pleasure Wands. Yoni yeah. Pleasure Palace. Yes, yes, yes. So Anyway, you see that on our store, too. Exactly. We like to give you cool stuff to help you in the bedroom. Absolutely. And remember, anytime you buy one of those things from our affiliates, you are helping us continue to do what we do. That's how we fund what we do, right? That's how we can keep putting out free shows and videos and everything all the time is we give you great information. You get to buy some cool products. You have a whole lot of fun in the bedroom and you keep the circle going. That's how it works. <laughs> so thank you. All right, everybody, uh, that is all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>